This episode of No Bad Food is brought to you in part by Whiskey Lane. Are you a producer of artisan food or drinks looking to get your name out there? Look no further. Whiskey Lane's team of social media, branding, and marketing experts is here to help. They'll take care of all that stuff for you so that you can focus on doing what you do best, making awesome products for your customers. Here at No Bad Food, we know that buying locally made products goes a long way toward making our world more sustainable, and that's why we're proud to be sponsored by Whiskey Lane. So, what are you waiting for? Grab your nearest artisan cheese or homebrewed IPA and run to whiskeylane.ca to find out more. And remember, that's whiskey the Canadian way. Without any. You understand. It just takes a little time. It takes a little time. It takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind. We'll take it slow this time. Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tefra Jemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Before we dig in, we want to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. Folks, it is still that time of year. Oh yeah. The time of year where 16 foods go head-to-head in intense matchups as we call up special guest judges to help us decide which one will win the coveted title of Best Food of the Year, bragging rights, and a boatload of extra content dedicated to it for the rest of 2022. This is Munch Madness. Oh, yeah. Uh, So just for some quick housekeeping, last week we did have a tie once again. Uh, This time it was between coffee and meatballs. Uh, And maybe to no one's surprise, coffee did come out on top of that tiebreaker voting process. Was it in a landslide? Because I feel like that would be a landslide. It was less of a landslide than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on our Instagram poll, coffee had 71% of the votes and meatballs right. had 29. Whereas on our Twitter poll, coffee had 64% of the vote and meatballs had 36. So, you know, in neither case was it like close, close, but it wasn't like a shutout either. You a know? surprisingly strong meatball representative from the Twitter community. Yeah. 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 Twitter likes balls. Twitter likes I balls say? more than Instagram does. So uh, yeah, obviously today we have another 
batch of first round matchups uh, and those matchups are between pho and salad and burgers and mushrooms two of these foods will move on to the next round and the other two will be accidentally left off your uber eats order because you didn't want them anyway let's learn a little bit more about this week's contestants do you want to talk about pho Uh, i do want to talk about pho now pho is one of my favorite foods i really got into it when i was pregnant and got just uncontrollable pho cravings both times i was pregnant Uh, which makes sense because it's highly nutritious um originally a breakfast food in vietnam interesting uh which you can find all about it if you look back to our pho uh episode where we had tung la on to talk all about pho he knows everything Mm. there is to know about good pho but it is a brothy noodle soup the the characteristic of pho is really it's broth it's Mm -hmm. the broth that makes it pho yeah it's a a richly spiced really kind of unctuous broth you don't like the word unctuous? I've never liked the word unctuous. 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 Who's your unctuous now? I huh? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pho broth really is the kind of like key component to it, you know? You've got to have that star anise. You've got to have that sweetness um, mm. that comes, I think, from the meat. I don't believe that there's actually sweet things added to it. But uh, it's a pork broth, I think, traditionally pork and a beef, but you can also have chicken pho. So in addition to this beautiful broth, um, which I, when I am sick, like to just drink plain, (laughs) there are also rice noodles, flat rice noodles, meat of one kind or another, uh, often beef, sometimes chicken if you're having pho You can have like meatballs in it. You can have tripe in it. You can have tendons in it. You can really put any kind of animal in it. And also fresh herbs like basil and cilantro and bean sprouts and often lime. Mm -hmm. You can add other things as well, but... Hoisin, hot sauce. Oh, I mean, like sometimes you'll get more vegetables in it or more meats in it. But really, like for me, at least at its purest form, it's broth, maybe some of the rare beef that cooks in the broth, noodles, herbs, bean sprouts. That's a ball of pho. Sure. Onion? Yeah. Onion, onion feels important to Onion's me. important. Onion adds an important flavor note. Damn. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a big, a big pho fan. A big fan of pho. Uh, I'm a fun. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I really like pho. And uh, I was introduced to it by my buddy Scott Evans, but I really got into it with you, I think in a bigger way. It is really difficult to date me and not get into pho. Yeah, so uh, I'm a big fan of pho as well. So Tom, what I would like to know, mm-hmm. a really earnest question from mm-hmm. this corner of the round table, what is a salad? What is a salad? That's a good question. Salad is, of course, going up against pho in this round. Um, a salad, to me, it has to be mostly vegetable. Okay. Uh, you know, at its core... How do you define a salad? This is so hard. Folks, if you want to hear us <laughs> have this conversation for an hour, you can go back to our episode on salad. This was my inaugural, I believe, yeah. episode on No Bad Food Pod, uh, where it's we hard. debate yeah. <laughs> what a salad is, well, talk about the history of salad, where it came from, <laughs> and um, and and it's, it's a complicated question. It's it a difficult is. question. Because salad can mean so many things to so many people, right? Like, there are pasta salads and potato salads and whatnot. Tuna salad. Tuna salad, chicken salad, yeah. jello salad. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that get called salad. Yeah. Um, and so I think for the purposes of this tournament, salad can be whatever it needs to be for the judges. Um, but, you know, when you hear salad, usually you think of, like, lettuce, 
with other vegetables often on top some kind of dressing crumbly bits i don't I, know i think when we went into it in yeah. great depth on the salad episode which really you folks should listen to it was a fun <laughs> episode we got a lot of uh, a lot of really fun comments on that one i think what we decided so originally the term salad comes from uh it being dressed it's mm-hmm. the idea of having a dressing on it yeah rather than the idea of what is dressed so i think where we landed is a salad is when you take something and toss it in a dressing sure it is often vegetable in nature. Right. Um, but it does not have to be vegetable in nature. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. If, and if we're looking at the sort of soup salad sandwich, like, theory of it all, mm-hmm. like, a salad, it's not floating in broth, right? No. It's not, like, it's not floating in liquid, and you don't pick it up with your hands between two pieces of something. Maybe you don't. I mean, I guess you could have a salad, sa- like a chicken yeah. salad sandwich, but that's a different thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. It is It is a bunch of stuff that you wouldn't really want to eat with your hands. You kind of want a fork. Yeah, tossed with, with some kind of dressing. I think the dressing is important. I yeah. think the dressing is a really important thing. Because if you don't have dressing, what do you have? You have a bowl of lettuce. Yeah, that's it. If you don't have dressing, it's it's just kind of veggies. Yeah. Which is also fine. Or tuna. <laughs> that's true. Or potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really good potato salad today. Wow. Yeah. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out to Tropical Paradise and their very good potato if salad. If you live in Montreal, go to top Tropical Paradise. Just do. It's so good. Like, all their other stuff is also fantastic. But when when a place has a really good side, you yeah. know? The potato salad is next level. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, so we have pho versus salad. Let's mm-hmm. see if people like their vegetables <laughs> wet. Or slightly less wet. <laughs> It's like dressing isn't not wet. The question today is how wet do you like your veggies? <laughs> Gross. Uh, a less wet matchup is the second matchup in today's episode uh, between burgers and mushrooms. Uh, I'll talk about burgers. Burgers are uh, a type of sandwich uh, often served on some kind of bun as opposed to just between slices of bread. Uh, most often with a ground meat patty of some kind, although of course, you know, there are burgers made with, say, whole chicken breast or whole mushrooms even like you could get a big old portobello mushroom uh with beyond meat becoming more and more of a product and and traditional veggie burgers being a thing uh really the essential thing to a burger is i think that it is a kind of sandwich um and sort of the 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 vibe of it you know it's big it's a big sandwich the bun being thick matters i think yeah the shape really matters for a burger i think yeah yeah that's it um and so this is you know near and dear to my heart i love a good burger they can be grilled they don't have to be. You can do a pretty decent burger in your house if, you know, you live in a frozen hellscape where it's still disgusting outside on March 4th, for instance. <sighs> Who's burger going up against? Tell us about mushroom. I know you love mushroom. Ideologically, I love mushroom. I would not say mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I would not say mushrooms are on my top list of food. There was a time when sure. I would not eat mushrooms at all. Uh, but that was before I was about five years old and had them on a pizza for the first time because somebody tricked me into it. And mm. I was like, these are pretty good. Um, but mushrooms, as a concept, I can mm-hmm. really get behind. They're these little guys. Nobody totally knows what they are. Um, they might be animals. They might be plants. We don't really get fungi. Like, they're they're doing something. Mm-hmm. They've got networks all over underground. They probably already have 5G. I don't. I don't fuck with mushrooms. They don't fuck with me. Okay. Um, 
Mushrooms might be extraterrestrial. We don't know this. We don't know. That's part of the appeal, I think, is They're the mystery. They're so weird. Yeah. You know, you can walk by, it rains, and then the next day there's mushrooms every fucking where. Where do they come from? I don't know. They mm-hmm. come from the mycelium. It's underground. It's a network. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms um, are very nutritious. They have mm-hmm. a high protein content. Uh, some of them look like umbrellas. Some of them look like, you know, the traditional little Mario mushroom that you would see. The ones that look like Super Mario mushrooms, don't eat those. Those are Amanata and they're not good to eat. They're Mm -hmm. bad for your tummy. In general, if you don't know exactly what a mushroom is when you see it in the outside, don't eat it because a lot of them are poisonous also or psychedelic. And it's not fun to take psychedelics when you don't know that you're taking psychedelics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Generally, general rule, don't, don't accidentally take drugs. Yeah. 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 So I I'm a little scared of what mushrooms might do. Sure. If they don't win this. Mm. Because like of all of the candidates, mushrooms are the ones I fear. They're kind of the the we don't have any like meats in the tournament this year. Yeah. So by process of elimination, mushrooms are the only sentient contender mushrooms are absolutely sentient and they're absolutely the sentient (laughs) contender here um but when you eat them now i'm scared about segueing into eating them because they're gonna be like you're eating us how dare you um mushrooms are uh well they have a range of flavors Mm -hmm. but the ones Mm -hmm. we most commonly eat tend to be kind of earthy a little Mm -hmm. nutty um they have funny textural things going on where raw they're sort of like spongy yeah i hate eating raw mushrooms i'm sorry if you like eating raw mushrooms i do not Mm -hmm. uh but cooked they get kind of chewy but also like a little slimy um, really nice paired with fat, really nice paired with meat, mm-hmm. uh, salted, really nice on a pizza. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, there's a wonderful wild world of mushrooms out there and they're mm-hmm. cool to learn about. Um, and yeah. I'm, I have a healthy respect for the mushroom. Yeah, I get that. I think that the, the fat and salt is really, really essential for me with mushrooms. Yeah. Like mushrooms on a pizza phenomenal and there's you know cheese giving you the fat and salt there uh but also just like a garlic butter mushroom as like a side for steak you know i i think i introduced you to the like escargot style mushrooms right no no i know you were already doing garlic butter mushrooms but when we like roast them whole with a ton of butter and garlic and baste them no i've always that's that's just like a typical steakhouse side well, listen, I didn't grow up with steakhouses, and I thought I brought something into your life. I mean, you I've certainly eaten a lot more of them at home than I used That's to. That's true. That's true. There's well, that. now we don't really do them because you don't eat garlic anymore, but I know. due to being allergic to it. Yeah. Um, it's a hard life. <laughs> it's a hard life. On a lighter note, should we get into it? Should we hear from our first judge? Let's hear from our first judge. I did it. I successfully hit record. Speaking of people who successfully hit record, our first guest judge on this episode of No Bad Food Munch Madness 2022, the food bracket tournament where we decide the best food of the year. Those sure were a lot of words in a row, Tom. Sometimes I say words. You want to you wanna try phrasing? No. Our guest for the first part of this one, the first judge, ooh, we got a judge phoning in, all the way from Columbus, Ohio, the one, the only, Matt Cole, one of the co-hosts of debate this and also the plus is loose and not left trigger right trigger yo it's me what's up i'm here how's it going it's going it's going it's um it's 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 real icy here is it real icy in ohio i don't know how much ice you have no so it's 
it's miserable here. Let me preface by saying that. Uh, we're in a season commonly referred to as Fool's Spring. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so it's like, it's it's basically a very nothing season where yesterday it was 61 degrees. Today it is 38 degrees. Oof. And uh, yesterday we got so much rain that everything flooded. And tomorrow it's supposed to snow. So everything's made up and the points don't matter. And and we're just doing it live. Yeah. Exciting. Thrilling. That's uh, 16 and 3 degrees Celsius, respectively. Oof. I remember when it was over freezing. I forgot your podcast isn't in freedom units. I'm so sorry. It's It's okay. okay. I'm American, so I understood. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I wish that I understood the metric system hey we're not here to talk about measurement let's talk about food instead yeah (laughs) that sounds good let's do it let's do it um so yeah obviously every episode of munch madness we do have our judge guests guest judges if you will judge in a guest capacity on matchups of foods Um, one could even say they guest in a judge capacity you're not wrong not wrong you're not wrong many things but never wrong well Jeffrey, do you want to introduce the first matchup that Matt will be voting on? Absolutely. So this first matchup is a matchup that I think is actually a fair and decent matchup, unlike the second matchup we have today, which is just nonsense. (laughs) However, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Our first matchup, Matt, for you to judge on is salad versus which is also called faux sometimes. But if you've listened to our episode on it, you know why we call it pho. Is it because it's actually pronounced pho? Uh, Wildly enough, yes, that is why. Yeah. I I come from a land of uh, people selling gyros at the fair, Mm. and I always have to judge when I walk into a restaurant if they sell gyros or gyros. Mm -hmm. So I understand, but it is certainly pronounced pho. Yes. So what you got? Who wins between pho and salad? How do you like your vegetables, basically? Do you like them soaking wet or crunchy? (laughs) You know, Tom, as weird as that question was, I've got to say that pretty perfectly encompasses my my decision-making factor (laughs) when it comes to pho versus salad. Is this because we've hosted too many podcasts together that now you know how to ask me about food? Because... I'm not going to lie, That my exact thought when it was like, all right, do I want soup vegetables or do I want bread vegetables? I want bread vegetables. I'm very much team salad. Okay. To be honest, I didn't know what direction you would go on this one because I know you to be someone who's not huge on vegetables, like, in general. So I was like, maybe he'll go pho because it's like... Not just vegetables, you know? Yeah, so Maddie, my partner, loves pho. It's like her favorite thing. Anytime I'm not home for dinner or she is, you know, getting food with friends or something, she almost always gets pho. There's a Vietnamese place, like, right around the corner from us that she's been getting since she was in college, and I just am not into it. I don't love... I I don't really like liquid-based foods really <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm not team soup um and i'm certainly team salad and and what is pho if not spaghetti salad <laughs> soup 
<laughs> I love pho. But like, it's kind of salad soup. I mean, this is one matchup that makes me glad that I'm not judging mm. because I love salad and I love pho. And I, I think that what's difficult about it is the fact that they are simply wet vegetables and dry vegetables you know it's really hard to say uh uh, which way you want your vegetables unless you're matt who does not like liquid um how's that going for you matt well Uh, okay hold on so i don't (laughs) think it's i don't think it's necessarily wet vegetables versus dry vegetables i think it's more like glazed vegetables versus soggy vegetables because (laughs) A salad without a salad dressing is not a salad at all. And salad dressing is wet. I'll just put that out there on on an audio recorded podcast. (laughs) So really, it's like I would prefer my vegetables glazed like a donut as opposed to soggy like a like a cat. I don't know. I couldn't come up with a soggy example, but you get the metaphor. Yeah. I'm just now that we're having this conversation, I'm actually thinking about how many vegetables there are in pho because it does give a real fresh feeling. Mm-hmm. But really, all you need to make me happy in pho is some nice onion that's thinly sliced, still crunchy and not soggy, mm. some bean sprouts that you put up at the end, in at the end. Also not soggy. Also not soggy. Um and the fresh herbs that you put in at the end, which mm-hmm. I suppose can get soggy, but I don't really think of herbs as soggy. So now I have to, I mean, we have your vote and that's cool, but now I, I just can't, I, you know, it's not canned soup. Sure. Like soggy vegetables is what I associate with like a canned minestrone, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guess let's, let's take the vegetables out of consideration when it comes to these two things. Sure. You know, like if you strip all the vegetables away from salad and pho, what you're left with on one side is basically like broth and wispy noodles. And on the other side, it's bacon and eggs. And I really like bacon and eggs and I don't really like broth and wispy noodles. So even sans soggy vegetables, pho just doesn't really have much for me. What kind of salads are you eating? That's a Cobb salad. That's the salad you order every time we order salad from a place. I that's, just... that's what I like to refer to as the side salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that, I, that rules, honestly. Just thinking about, thinking about a Cobb salad as breakfast with some vegetables under it. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I love, I also love salads. I don't want to let, let not my pho appreciation... Um, deny my love of salads which brought me onto this show it's true initially okay all right so you're going salad over pho i am i lock it in all right it's locked in insert sound effect here (laughs) yeah it's the uh it's the what's the game show with the sound effect is that is that millionaire is that who wants to be a millionaire where they lock in their do 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 and the lights go down (laughs) that was the who wants to be a millionaire uh, jingle yes but I was going to say Tom I have big news for you uh-huh. all game shows have side eff- sound effects <laughs> probably also side effects but that wasn't the joke you heard it here first <laughs> alright should we move on to the second matchup I'd love to okay so our second matchup feels a little bit less directly related to one another but we'll see we'll see where your brain goes with it uh, is burgers versus mushrooms Matt I kind of already feel like I know the answer to this one but 
what you got? Who who wins and why for you? Well, my immediate answer is burgers. I do not like mushrooms. I do love burgers. So I'm I'm here to simp for burgers. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think I think that this is a weird matchup. I'm not going to mm-hmm. try and justify this matchup not being weird. Mm-hmm. But I I think that the flavor profile is similar enough that I'm not I'm not like why are you making me compare these two things because I don't know mushrooms and burgers are both they're both like umami meaty dinner foods Mm. um i don't even know if i just used the word umami correctly but deal with it they're they're the same flavor profile so i understand the matchup kind of Mm -hmm. but anyway i'm still very much team burgers i don't like mushrooms and burgers have so many possibilities it's like it's burgers are just meat salads um oh yeah (laughs) you can make a burger out of a mushroom and it will be a very good burger but you can't make a mushroom out of a burger although that would slap probably if you found a way to yeah to magic that into existence yeah i agree with that for sure that's like you gotta strip away a lot of things to judge the these two foods fairly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i think that if you if you ran a vegan restaurant and you made an American cheeseburger, but instead of a beef bun, you put a big old mushroom in there, I'm assuming that that's a thing people would be into, and you could call that like a mushroom burger, and people would be like, yes, it is a mushroom burger. So at the end of the day, I'm I'm just kind of comparing flat mushroom <laughs> against I, I guess mentally in my head ground beef. Or really any any patty shaped protein, but I'm I'm definitely still on the burger side. Sure. Yeah, I mean this one like so for some behind the scenes for people, um, the way that I had these first round matchups figure out like which rounds were going to happen with which guest judges was that I had all of the matchups listed from one to eight, and I asked the guest judges to pick a number between one and eight. And I gave them those matchups. And I don't remember if it was you or the other matchup that I was scheduling at the same time, or the other judge, rather, uh, who picked three and six. But that was what these matchups were. And as soon as I saw burgers versus mushrooms on here, I knew what you were going to say, because I knew you don't like mushrooms. Like, that's the thing I know about you. But there are people that I know in real life, (laughs) some in this room even, who may have gone mushroom over burger. Uh, Tefer is shaking their head no okay fair enough I don't like mushrooms that much yeah fair enough but I know people who like they like forage mushrooms and they're really passionate about mushrooms they just didn't happen to get on this episode so you know (laughs) yeah I I definitely understand that they're they're, let me take that back and say it in a different way it's reasonable for me to believe that there are people who are that passionate about mushrooms sure Mm -hmm. i would say i am arguably that passionate about burgers burgers (laughs) are one of the few foods that i don't think i would ever turn down Mm. if you walked up to me any minute of any day and were like would you like a burger there is a (laughs) 99.9 percent chance that the answer is yes Mm -hmm. so I, i have a i have a hard time reasoning that but i i could believe that those people exist 
Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel you on that one. Like I burgers are one of those things that I can eat for any meal, including as a snack, including as a bedtime snack. Including as a midtime snack. Midtime. A midtime snack. <laughs> midtime snack, huh? Yeah, you know, when you, you when it's between the mealtimes, you eat a midtime <laughs> snack. That's what a snack is. No, 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 no. Trust me, it's there's a distinct thing, a distinct difference between a snack and a mealtime. I, mean, I think I'm one of the few people who is not just team burgers all day, every day. Um, but I'm also not team mushrooms all day, every day. There aren't very many things that I'm team all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. fair. You know? That's fair. You know? I think the thing with a burger is, like, the customizability of it. Sure. The versatility. Like, you could have a breakfast burger. You could have a... I just... I, like, Matt, how do you feel Tom? about a cold leftover burger? You know? Like the the morning after you had a couple patties left over from from dinner, and you pre made a burger and put it in the fridge overnight, how do you feel about that burger the next morning? Okay, so I want to answer your question honestly, and that's going to require me to change the situation a little bit because I would never pre make a burger and put it in the fridge. Okay, I I guess my question is like, how dressed is that burger mm. day two? Because I I don't think that I would ever I would never put a burger that is more than a patty and maybe like some cheese like whatever was grilled on top of it in the fridge mm-hmm. if it's already got like a bun and condiments and an LTO and and all that there's no way there's no way I put that burger in the fridge. You're just I'd say it. I'd throw it away. I probably just finish it. But, okay, you know. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, it's like I don't like to put the bread back, so I'll usually just like toss them each in a bun, and then they're kind of good to go, and you can you can dress them however you want after, if that makes sense. Like I won't necessarily put condiments on there, but like just bread, patty bread mm. in a ziploc. Yeah, why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, I would I would absolutely how? eat that. You know? <laughs> I don't understand how this situation comes to be. You just make too many burgers by accident. And you put them on buns? No, no. Before I put them away in the fridge, I'll put them on a bun. Why? Because you don't have to do the work the next day. But you it'll just pull make it the bun get all soggy. Yeah, but that's kind of nice. Ew. You don't find? I'm not this burger person. All right. If, Tom, at the core of your question is the question, hey... Would you wake up in the morning, open the fridge, see a cold burger patty, and eat that cold burger patty? The answer to your question is 100% yes. Yeah, that was basically the question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i an any food for breakfast kind of dude, and I will eat yesterday's grilled meats if they were preserved at least partially correctly. And I, I will do so without discrimination. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We won't keep you here too much longer, but uh, what's your, like, you've already told us what your ideal salad is, which is a Cobb salad where everything except the bacon and eggs is removed. What's your ideal burger? <laughs> I like a lot of burgers. I have a couple of favorites. There's there's the, the old faithful of burgers is a McDouble only cheese and ketchup that is the it's i'm not saying that's the burger i would take with me to a deserted island but that's the like 
365. I'm never shooting down that burger. Um, when I go to a new restaurant and they say we have burgers here and I say, I'd like to try one of your finest burgers, please. I'm always going to order the whatever the cowboy or the Western is <laughs> okay. where it is like burger, cheese, burger, bacon, onion, straws, barbecue sauce. That's kind of my like my my judgment. I, I shall judge you on your Western burger. I also love a big sloppy fried egg on a burger. Um, and the, the, do you guys have Red Robin in Canada? Is that a thing you have? I mean, it's pas Quebec. I don't know if we have it in Canada. <laughs> we might have it in the rest of Canada. Robin Rouge. Uh, yeah. So Red Robin is like, what if Applebee's, but burgers and, they've got a lot of semi-creative white people things on their menu and (laughs) they have this monstrosity called the chili chili cheeseburger um which is you guessed it bun burger burger chili and i really like that i also really love to slap a big sloppy fried egg on top of it and just get like a a big old moist stack of meat yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) That was not a response to the dish. That was a response to the wording. No, that was that was the correct response to either. <laughs> Man, I'm looking at the uh, Red Robin burger menu right now and wishing we had them in Quebec. <laughs> we have them in BC and Alberta, so, yeah. you know. Tracks. Yeah. Figures. These are beautiful, though. Ooh, chili, chili cheeseburger. There we go. Okay, I don't hate this. I would eat this. Yeah, it's, it's not, you know, it's like... The concept is a little a little grosser than the execution, mm-hmm. but I have to. I'm not sponsored by Red Robin unless Red Robin <laughs> wants to sponsor me. At which point, just ask Tom and they'll give you my email. But where what really sold me on Red Robin is that they kind of saved my partner and I through the pandemic because their to go food travels better than any other to go food mm. I've ever ordered. They package it really well they cook it well to travel and it just that when we were doing a whole bunch of takeout food and things were getting real soggy and real sloppy because mm-hmm. we weren't convenient to many places red robin was one of the few places where i would order exactly what i would order if i was sitting in the restaurant and then drive it in my car for 25 minutes to eat it at home and I, I I really appreciate them for that. My yeah. cholesterol thanks them. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Good takeout. Takeout that delivers well is like, honestly, like, were I a judge on this show, that would be a thing that I would take into consideration like 90% of the time is, could I order this and have it arrive in a way that was not disgusting? Yeah, it's reasonable. I mean, that's the way that so many people get food these days you know, as somebody who delivery drives on the side, I have, it's really opened my eyes to how many people order food and how regularly they order it. And I I think that that is an accessibility thing for a lot of folks. And it's sort of made me reconsider certain places that I just don't think either travel well or put a lot of effort into packaging their food to travel mm. well. And 
the type of food that you're ordering has a lot less dictation on how well it travels than the way the restaurant treats the food, which is really interesting, but is yeah. definitely something to consider. Yeah, that is really interesting. I, uh, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about that at some point. I feel like we could have a really good nuanced conversation about that during non-tournament times. <laughs> yeah, call me when you're done with the tournament arc, and I would love to come back and talk at length about the things I've learned as a food delivery driver. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think especially the idea around like accessibility around takeout. Yeah. Where like you're right that it is important and a thing that I think a lot of like restaurants don't take into consideration really. It's so interesting to me the places that I deliver to and the messages that I get from folks thanking me for bringing food to them. Uh, and then also some of the absolutely ridiculous things and how far I drive them. Again, this is a whole different <laughs> podcast episode, but I've driven I've driven sushi uncomfortably far to be dropped <laughs> off on somebody's front porch. <laughs> Delivered the sushi in, in such a period of time that reduces the grade of the sushi from sushi grade to uh, it's fish still, <laughs> technically. You got it. Yep. You just got to give it a little sear when it shows up. Yeah, right, just throw in the microwave. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. God. I don't want to think about microwave sushi. I don't want to think about microwave sushi ever again. And you've just made me think about it at least two more times. Here I am to commit some food crimes. Oh, my God. You don't even know who the second guest judge on this episode is, but it's great that you brought up food crimes because I'm sure there will be more of them. Uh, Matt, before we let you go, do you have any final words of wisdom or stuff you want people to check out? Now is your chance. Uh, as always, if you enjoy my sense of humor or lack thereof, you can follow me on social media at MC underscore DJ underscore MC. And if you want to hear more of my voice and it making other people laugh, kind of, you can check out my podcast. Uh, it's called Debate This Cast. We argue about the questions in comic books and video games that no one is asking. Find us wherever you inject podcasts into your ears and or on social media at Debate This Cast. Thanks so much for joining us, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always happy to talk about food and how there is none bad of it. Midworld time. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of March, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. The only other way that you can turn zero into six is if you're a mushroom. True. Because mushrooms have that whole network thing. They can make six pop up overnight. They're the MLM kings. You know, mushrooms really ought to donate more money to charity. That's true. I'm just going to put true. that out there. Where's your money, mushroom? Come on, mushrooms. Don't don't anger them. Don't anger them. No, that's true. Mushrooms, please kindly donate. Anyway, <laughs> you can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. And once again, for every new rating review we get on Apple Podcasts, we'll be donating money to them. So help us help people. Do it. Anything else we need to mention in the mid-roll? Not I really, don't huh? think so. Let's talk to our next judge. Let's do it. 
Okay, our second guest judge here on No Bad Food Munch Madness 2022 is our food crimes correspondent. He's one of the co-hosts of Left Trigger, Right Trigger, the video game book club podcast, and uh, does the video game writing things for digital trends. It's Giovanni Colantonio. Hi, everybody. Uh, so so wonderful to be back to talk about um, what's new in, in, in food crimes, I suppose. What is new in food crimes? Have you have you got the scoop, the latest scoop? Got some onion ring? Uh, have you been reviewing Onion Ring, the latest video yeah, game? Yeah, I've, I've only been reviewing Onion Rings lately. Um, I actually quit my job doing video games, and I only just travel the country, and I just uh, different different Onion Rings. Though uh, what I do is that I do blind taste tests, where like you know they're all they all look like Onion Rings, like there's something round and fried, but like one of them isn't. So, like, you're just eating a thing of onion rings, and all of a sudden it's like, what the hell? Wait, what is this? And it's, you know, you, you never know what it is. Now, would you describe onion ring as being better or worse than Filet of Dark Soul? Uh, I would say that the onion ring is uh, the Dark Souls of Filet Mignon. Does that make sense? No. Should we move into our Good. first matchup? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I would like to make it clear before I go into this. My answer is fact for whatever I'm going to say, and this is objective. Okay, so if you vote a different way from the previous judge, that just means the other judge is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like you, it, It's cool. You can do the result whatever way you want, but like the, your audience will know that it, this is uh, a sham competition <laughs> if that's the case. Okay, all right. Well... The stakes are high here then, I guess. Yep, yeah, they're very high. Okay, well, Giovanni, the first matchup I'm having you vote between today is an age-old classic. It's part of our People's Choice division where Mm -hmm. people got to vote for foods that we recovered in content in 2021. Okay. It's pho versus salad. Who do you have and why? This is is a, 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 a difficult one, I think, in a lot of ways because... Like I, one one is more like fun as an answer, right? Like one one is probably tastier uh, overall, but like also a little bit more specific. Whereas salad is so wide that like it feels weird to not pick salad. Um, you know, like it, it's almost like if this was like yeah, it's soup versus uh like uh, specifically a filet mignon. Um, <laughs> You know, like, you, you would kind of... I mean, like, a filet mignon's probably better, but, like, I don't know. Like, you know, if you're... Like, it's such a wide thing. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, I mean, instinct is, is salad here, and I know it's the boring answer, but, like, it, it's hard for me not to because it's just kind of like you can do so much with it, right? Sure. And, like, there, there's so, so much to that. Um, and and I, I don't know that that's... Uh, on the other side, you know, like I, I don't think the options are quite. A, I mean, there there are a lot of options there, but like not not quite as much. Um, what I will say is, uh, how deep do we go with salad? Right? <laughs> is, are, like no, because like, are we talking like, you know, does a does a macaroni salad count as a salad? If to you a macaroni salad counts as a salad, don't give me no, no, you got it, you gotta rein me in. You gotta rein me in, cause I'll take this. I'll take this to another planet. Uh, <laughs> like, I will. I will invent salads that you like. Are we talking fruit salads? You know what I mean. Like, okay, how, okay. How how deep are we going with this? Um, well, because I think that'll that'll change it. Because like, if we're just talking about like leafy greens 
and some you know whatever on it um that could change things but like if we're if we're like salad is all encompassing right yeah. like people just throw the word salad on things you know like i could throw a bunch of shrimp in a martini glass with cocktail sauce and be like yeah this is a shrimp salad um right like that's it's a loose you know it, it gets loose when people start to to really get into it right <laughs> sure but i think for me yeah salad is whatever any culture could call a salad so oh. like i don't know specifically that anyone has done the cocktail shrimp in a glass covered in sauce and called it a cocktail shrimp salad thing i don't know if that's real or not could i but i think if that was a thing that existed i think you could call that a salad i think potato salad counts as a salad because today i ordered two jamaican patties and salad and a coke from this place in our neighborhood and they sent me two jamaican patties and potato salad and it was really good potato salad and i was like well if they just call this salad on the menu then (laughs) you know yeah then that counts yeah that counts as salad um you know, it's it's a gift and a curse for salad. And I'm sorry, I'm talking about salad so much, but I think that that's that's there's just so much to discuss here, um, because like that means that salad can be very good or very bad. Sure, right? Like, I, like you know, for me, I don't really a macaroni salad. Come on, like it's kind of gross, right? I like, don't know. Bit. You got to have the right macaroni salad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you you got to have the right macaroni salad, or like a fruit salad. I don't really care for, right? Like I just. Like I, I'm not trying to eat a salad of fruits. Sure. Um, so, so there's a lot of like, a lot of like, variables to salad that mm-hmm. that aren't in. How do you pronounce? Is it? Uh, how do you pronounce? Uh, is it pho? Pho? It's pho. 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 Oh, cool. Yeah. Like that. fun without the n. Oh, interesting. I actually never knew that. That's interesting. Um, I feel like that's more consistent. I feel like you're not going to get a bad one. Ooh, I don't you know. know. What I mean? <laughs> you think so? Okay, well, tell me. Tell me about this. I've had. Have you had? I've had fun? like I've had a lot of really good pho and yeah. a couple of really really mediocre ones. Okay. And uh, have you had bad pho though? I don't think I've had like. I don't think I've had pho bad enough to like throw out or like not eat at all. But I've definitely had pho where like. I've made it through about half and been like, okay, these leftovers are probably not going to get eaten. Yeah. So, but but have you had bad salad? And then we're encompassing. We're like putting all the anything you could call a salad in here, right? Yeah, I think I've had my share of bad salad, certainly. Yeah. And like, it's tough because like I, I feel like it's really hard. People are going to disagree with this, and that's fair. Uh, it's harder to get an amazing salad. It's hard for me to get mm. like really jacked up about eating a salad you know what i mean like there 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 are certainly times when it can happen um there are certainly times where i'm going to be like oh yeah i had like a really good salad um but for the most part it's like pretty reliable right Mm -hmm. and like consistent um you can you can get a good one but like you know it's like usually a a a side plate or like you know a, a thing you serve as an appetizer for a reason which is that like you know it's like rarely like wow holy crap this changed my life um and I think that's the thing that uh, pho has in in its corner, whereas, like, you can have a, a really, really good one. Just, like, really, really good, right? That's, like, sure, yeah. that's, a, whole, that's a whole ass meal. Um, but, again, the thing I keep coming back to is just, like, but there's a salad is just so all-encompassing. It's a, it's a universe in which we live. The, <laughs> the earth, what is the earth if not a big nature salad? Because, like, you know, it's got a bunch of grass and leaves on the earth, and we're just, like, the meat we're just like the the carne asada that is uh floating around in all these greens right 
I, I'm sorry, I, I had think, to think about that one for a second. Yeah, do, do you want me to do you want me to say that again, or do you want, or, or, or are you good? I'm good. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky, right? Like, it's going to come down to the way I see it. Yeah. What is what is worth more to you? Ooh. You know. Wow. Is it is it the constant companionship of salad, even if that salad is like sometimes just okay, mm-hmm. or is it the like exciting novelty of uh that's maybe like a little bit less uh all encompassing if that makes sense yeah you know the other thing the other thing that's tough here is like you know i don't want to wipe out like a, a very cool like cultural dish um that i think is like neat um but i also think that like salad exists in, in so many cultures right like and and you really get like a much wider uh representation of like types of salad um from from you know different parts of the world and whatnot um so like that's that's another thing that that i'm kind of grappling with i mean my instinct tells me it's salad but i feel like that's the boring choice you know what i mean like that's that's kind of how i feel about it um i feel like i don't want to be the boring guy i've always been the guy who's like a salad come on get real but now that i'm faced with the possibility of salad um you know, and like, am I going to be the one who knocks salad out? How, has salad been in this poll before in previous years? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to be honest that I don't remember. Great. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so this is salad's real first. And is this round one salad? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I can't knock it out. I, f- I really feel like I can't knock out salad. Um, I think it, I, I think ultimately it's just like, more all-encompassing right it feels like it feels like talking about pasta right you know it's like it's like yeah like this is there's just so much you can do with it and the diversity of things that you can do with it um and and the the amount that you could do with it sort of um you know differences between cultures and how and how they make it like uh i I think i think for that it's like oh you know you, you really gotta you really gotta do it and it's just such like a it's also just such a fundamental food in that like you can really just make it out of anything right it's like damn i'm out of food what do i have in the fridge oh, i got some leaves and some tomatoes and, and like olive oil oh great i'm i made a salad and like it's fine <laughs> yeah. right like wow great i had a fine time eating this eating this food the thing is though it's not fun it's not fun to <laughs> eat a salad and that's what's killing me about this it's not fun to eat a salad what is the okay Here's a you're giving me an existential friggin' crisis right now Good. with the salad question. With Munch Madness, yeah. What are we ultimately picking? Are we picking the best food or are we picking like what it what what do you see as the sort of like like how do you pitch this tournament? This is a tournament to decide the best food of the year. The, oh, food, the best food of the year. The food that will get the most coverage in terms of the rest of our content for twenty twenty two. Okay. So it's it's like my horse in this race is that whatever wins this thing, I will then have to talk to a lot of people about. <laughs> what is one previously? Uh the old like last year's winner was cheese. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so it's really just kind of like a pretty wide. It is pretty wide, just like food. I think I have to go salad, um, and it's not fun, and I feel bad about it because like I feel like an old man when I say that, you know, and that that makes me feel wrong, you know, or I feel like a someone's dad, you know, or like being like, yeah, it's salad. I'm sorry, champ, but you gotta you gotta have salad. It's fundamental. Um, would I rather 
eat pho? Yeah, 100%. I would rather eat it. But, like, can I open my fridge at any point and make it? No. Can I open my fridge right now and make a salad? 100%. There is, a, there is <laughs> like, I know for a fact that there is a head of lettuce in my fridge, right? There is, like, some pancetta. There's some, like, carrots? Uh, and, like, I, I don't know. Like, I have weird shit in my fridge. And if I was desperate, if I was dying, I could open that up and 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 turn that into a salad right like sure yeah. I, I definitely could um and so that's like kind of how i'm leaning towards it um i, I just think it, it's hard with a food that's this versatile um i hope it gets knocked out like can i say that <laughs> i hope like you know what what's the matchup that it, uh what are the two foods it's matching up against uh, without telling me the winner of them you know like what what are the winner of what goes uh... on to eat this yeah the winner of by the time this episode comes out the winner of that will be decided uh but at the time of this recording it has not because there's a tie that needs to be broken um okay (laughs) so the winner of this matchup uh, versus salad will go up against the winner of the matchup from last week between coffee and meatballs Oh, okay, okay. Then salad has no chance, so that's fine. Uh, so yeah, I I feel comfortable choosing salad. Okay. Um, I think it deserves to to go through round one because I think it is just building block food, and it is important to your uh, to your refrigerator and to your life. And like it, you, it's there's so many options. Um, but I'm confident that coffee would eat its lunch. Um, and I'm confident, I'm less confident that meatball would eat its lunch, but uh, I'm confident that that coffee would. Okay, so you're going salad. Yeah, I want it, because I want it to lose. I sure. want it to be a villain in this tournament. <laughs> like, I really want your listeners to like boo when they hear that, and like when the next time salad comes up, like I want them to rally behind meatball like really hard and be like, <laughs> be like, I don't even like meatball. I don't even eat meatball, but we need meatball to beat salad. Salad is a you know boring champion. We don't want a whole year of salad talk. Um, like I want to add some stakes to this, right? And I think that, like, for for that reason, I would I would for that reason specifically, and actually for no other reason, um, I want Salad to win. Okay. Well, I can yeah. tell you that uh, the other guest judge also voted for Salad, so you have just Woo! successfully pushed Salad into the next round. Okay. Great. Yeah. Consider it a heel. I mean, really, Salad <laughs> Salad deserves to be kicked out uh, really fast. Um. All right. Should we get to the next matchup? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sorry I spent so much time on that one, but it was really an existential crisis. That's okay. You're allowed to have an existential crisis here and there. <laughs> Lord knows I have. All right, our next matchup is between burgers and mushrooms. Uh, interesting. Um, it's it that's it's it's a weird one because like mushroom is an ingredient. You know, like you don't just shovel down mushroom. Well, you could. You, you could. You could do that. Uh, <laughs> are we talking just food mushrooms? Uh. And, do, do hallucinogenics count as food because you do ingest them? I think <laughs> I would argue that because yeah. hallucinogenic mushrooms are ingestible, they count. Oh, I think uh, this I was going to be such a slam dunk for burger, and now you've 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 ruined me. I think I think also though. Okay, hang on, hang on. Here's here's yeah. what it is. Okay. If hallucinogenic mushrooms count as edible yes. mushrooms. Yes. So do poisonous mushrooms that you aren't supposed to eat. Okay, great. No, that that makes me feel better. Okay. Um <laughs> so let that this... let that help you decide, you know, whether you think that that counts or not. So so it does. Um 
Yeah, I okay. So here's here's my here's my thought. Number one, bur a burger is great. Like, I, I, what a what a classic treat. Uh, you know that despite being like so simple, it can actually be you know incredibly complex. You know, specifically, we're not even like contained to beef burgers if we're just saying a, a burger, right? Like, sure, this could be yeah. a bison burger. This could be a veggie burger. Um, this could be like a, a well, like a I don't know, like. The salmon burger i right i don't know sure, maybe that yeah. maybe that's going too far um but you can also just put so much on it and I, and I do think there's an art to making a burger that makes it really appealing to me um i think that like there is an art to spicing it there's an art to toppings um you know there's an art to all of the stuff and and what makes mushroom less appealing to me is that like you know the the the, the lack of preparation in the same way makes it feel like less of less of an art it's it's like a, a more interesting concept right and like mushrooms are uh like incredibly uh useful and like a great ingredient but also you can put mushrooms on a burger you know what i mean like mm -hmm. and that's that's where this is really like hanging me up it's like uh you know we're not talking if we're just talking mushroom right we're not talking like um oh yeah like a mushroom and uh, whatever dish, right? We're we're just talking mushroom. Yeah, I, my instinct says burger, but the hallucinogenic thing does really put it into a different perspective because, like, what a different application. But I think, like, you know, you don't do that for flavor. Ultimately, no. I mean, maybe you do. Do people do that for flavor? I don't know. I've never done mushrooms. Do people eat shrooms just for the taste? They're like, yeah, I don't actually like the hallucinations, but like, I really just like the way those bad boys go down. Um, do you know? Is that do, do Do you know what people so, do with those? I have bought shrooms once in yeah. my life. I was living with three people in an apartment together. We were yeah. all like very evangelical Christians at the time, and I think all okay. of us are no longer, which is kind of fun. Uh, right, yeah. I've lost contact with a couple of them. Um, we were at a pub one night having a conversation, and one of them was like, wouldn't it be fun to do shrooms and go to a Pentecostal church service? And wow. I was like, Big start. I was like, I bet I could get us some shrooms. <laughs> this was when I was still drinking. And uh, we agreed if I could get us some shrooms, we would take them together in okay. the you know safety of our home. And uh, I got us some shrooms and then mm -hmm. uh, brought them home and put them on the kitchen table and said, okay, when are we doing this? And we all collectively kind of chickened out and said, uh, uh, we'll figure something out and then left them in our <laughs> kitchen for like three, four months. And then right, got it. we got a new roommate who was a heroin addict and saw that we had shrooms and was like, yo, can I sell these to buy my, to buy, to get some money to buy heroin? And we were like, maybe don't buy heroin with it, but like, we're not using <laughs> <Yeah>. them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've never tasted shrooms, uh, but I Googled yeah. do taste, do shrooms taste good. And, yeah. uh, they taste like shit, apparently. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so so I so, so that part that part we really have to ding them on. Yeah. Like that's not that's not food. Um and, and you're right, like poison mushrooms like really add a add a thing into the mix here. Yeah, I I mean cuz cuz you know like mushrooms I it, like cheese I get. Like cheese it, like also is that kind of like a ingredient thing, but like also like I don't know, like cheese is delicious and I, I i'll sit down and just like cut hunks off a block of cheese and just kind of eat that like Who won't? that's great yeah I, i'll never like open the fridge and be like damn i got mushrooms in here <laughs> like just gonna swallow these suckers whole like you know like that is that is always going to be something that like has to be <laughs> has to be put uh 
you know, in with something else or cooked. You know, at the very least, you know, I need to like get get the burner on right and just like get some balsamic vinegar or something like I get some salt. Like I'm I, not just I'm I not mean, just like, eating out of a tin of of mushrooms. Yeah, like I will say, you can eat just like raw mushrooms. Yeah, of course, they're not bad, but like, yeah, you got like you do have to clean them first at least there's yes, that yes. first step of like and i don't oh, want to do on these. that sure <laughs> i don't want to clean that um yeah like i think um for me it's for me it's probably burger because i i just do think that um you know like the the artistry of making a burger and the fact that like you know this can include veggie burgers makes it so it's not even like a like oh but like you know there are people who just can't eat those um like you can you can do a veggie burger and they're great uh you could do a beyond if, burger yeah you can do the beyond burger you like, could do a mushroom at, burger in fact you could you could do a mushroom burger i mean there's so much innovation in burger right there's like so sure. so much innovation in burger um and and i think that that makes it a more exciting pick like if i'm thinking of you doing a whole episode like a whole year of episodes like they are both interesting. They they really are both interesting. Like I watched a documentary about mushrooms recently, uh, called Fantastic Fungi on Netflix. Okay, um, that stuff's crazy. Mushrooms are crazy. Mushrooms they are crazy. Like, they're too smart. Like they could kill us, <laughs> and they they probably will. Um, they probably will get us one day. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like genuinely, I, I think that uh, like burgers. There's just like such an artistry to it that I respect and like really appreciate. Um. That, that I think I would have to go there. You know, like, everything down to just, like, what kind of bread you choose, right, or what kind of bun you choose mm-hmm. um, to, to put that sucker on, like, is so impactful. Um, and, like, every flavor you put into a burger, like, matters, right? Like, mm. every spice you put in really matters, you know? And, and that's, no, that's not always the case with a lot of foods. Um, sometimes you can put, like, something into it, and it's like, oh, I can't really taste this, but, like, you will, you'll taste it in a burger. Like, it, it'll, it'll ring true. Um, so, yeah, I... I I think I feel comfortable going burger in this. Um, you know, I do love mushrooms, and I, I've crapped on them so much here, but, like, I do love mushroom. Um, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I, I, I do think that, um, that like, you know, it's got to it's gotta be burger. All right. Well, uh, I can tell you that uh, for the first time in this year's tournament, both guest judges voted the same way in both rounds. Wow. Okay. So That's amazing. You have just pushed burgers into the next round as well, knocking out mushrooms. Do you want to know who That's... burgers is going to go against? I would love to know that. Yes. Burgers will be going up against tacos. Mm, okay burgers against tacos uh that is a, that's a great matchup oh my god that, yeah. that i'm glad i didn't have that one because that would be that we would have needed two hours um because they're both such an art thing there really is an art to both of those yeah in the same way interesting interesting uh cool wow well i feel good about my picks i feel burger burger and salad is like i mean it's it, it truly feels like the most american pick possible but like i i i, I feel it i feel it that's okay you are american yeah, regrettably. regrettably. <laughs> you're, you're very true about that. Um, yeah, I feel good. Are you disappointed? You, did you think I was going to, like, really shake things up this year? Did you think I was going to kind of, like, really screw up this whole thing and, and you know, really ruin your day? No. I, I, <laughs> okay. I had, I had a feeling that this yeah. is how this would shake out. I thought you okay. might go mushrooms, if only because mm-hmm. mushrooms, like, can be in a lot of, like, really nice Italian dishes. Mm, and yeah. as has been many times established on this show, you're a large Italian man. Yeah, I'm gigantic. Yeah. Uh, like the size of a 10-story friggin' building. 
How how many? How tall is that? Roughly, uh, like you know, like five foot eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so you know, I thought mushrooms might hold a special place in your heart, but like to me, and they and they do, they really do. I'll say that. I I yeah. I kind of like. I, I, I'm underselling it, but, like, I really do love a mushroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Yeah. And, like, for me, like, this is a hard one because I, I'm the same. I love mushrooms. I, yeah. I love mushrooms cooked into things. They give it, they give things an earthiness and a meatiness that, like, no other vegetable really accomplishes. But I still would have gone for burgers, too. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it just is a, a, a very, you know, easy easy pick in some way i mean again it, it's just like when it's something like you can put the other thing in the other thing mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's hard to justify picking the ingredient over the the full picture right like um and again and the, you know i said there's an art to making burgers there, there is an art to preparing mushrooms as well you know like i i, I do think there is but i just think that like you know it, it again it like mostly has to do with you know you uh preparing them in the context of other things Mm -hmm. for the most part yeah yeah i think that's valid yeah Yeah. i think so too i feel valid i feel validated you're valid yeah Yeah. thank you you know what i appreciate that (laughs) i feel valid (laughs) um giovanni thank you so much for being one of our guest judges again this year always a pleasure munch madness do you have anything you want people to check out before i let you go um, yeah, you can check out my writing about video games on uh, digitaltrends.com. I write about games there. Uh, you could also listen to me talk about video games on the podcast Left Trigger, Right Trigger. Um, of course, I love talking about games like Onion Ring. Um, so check it out. Breath Mint of the Wild. There you go. That one's fine. Yeah, that'll work. That's adequate. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll accomplish it. Yeah. <laughs> The Legend of Salad. A Legend of Salad, baby. Yeah, Breath there we mint go. Breath of the Wild. That's huge. These are all good ideas. Breath Mint of the Wild, The Legend of Salad. That's good. If you were if you were a salad, what would you be? I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. I'm just, <laughs> absolutely nothing prompt. Oh, man. Cool. Well, hey, thank you. That was great. Yeah, that was super fun. All right. Well, uh, there you have it, folks. We have a double unanimous vote, so no tiebreaker this week. I fear the mushroom. I fear the wrath. Yeah, me too a little bit. Me too. Burgers going forward. Salad going forward. It's going to be a beautiful day, folks. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised by either of these wins. Are you surprised by either of these? I'm not surprised at burgers beating mushrooms. No. Um, Don't say it too loud. They'll hear you. I think pho versus salad was an interesting one. And that really, that one's really judge dependent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like I've said, like it was a hard choice for me. Those are two of my favorite things to eat. So yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting. I think some of the upcoming brackets are going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see. Are we allowed to do a little spoilers? What yeah. comes out? It's going to be, I think it's going to be really interesting to see uh, coffee versus salad, which which one of these takes precedence. Yeah. Um, and it's burgers versus tacos tacos at this yeah. point another yeah. classic matchup so i do think this is going in some really interesting directions we've got some heavy hitting contenders mm-hmm. uh coming up against each other really we really are looking at a clash of the titans here folks yeah that that's interesting yeah that is our first quarterfinal matchup determined revealed however you want to say it mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it's it's interesting i um 
So salad versus coffee is one that I feel like could really go either way. Tacos versus burgers, I'm going to say burgers gets it. I know you think that, but I think tacos could surprise you. These are both classic handheld foods, right? It's Mm -hmm. really, really close because they hold different niches. And it's really just going to come down to how how hung the judges are, I guess. Like, no, that's not how you say that. How hung the judges are? No, I'm not cutting that out. Please cut that out. That's a thing. A hung jury is a thing. Yeah, it's a hung jury. I got confused. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to come down to who the judges are and (laughs) how big their penises are. No. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Like, it but really I mean, could go either way. I've been saying it from the beginning. I think tacos have the potential to take the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think tacos could go right to the top. Uh, I do think burgers is their their hardest competition so far. Mm-hmm. This is the toughest match they've had. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they went against Sorrel last time. Well, yeah, but I mean, if tacos were against Salad, for example, I think tacos would clean that up. Huh. Do you? I do. Interesting. I believe in tacos. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm a lot more like middling on tacos than other people. You like, might be I surprised. Like tacos. I like tacos a lot, but I feel like I I don't see them going that far. We'll just have to see, won't we? Yeah, we will. We salad will. versus coffee. Who's your pick? Again, this is a tough one. It's hard. Like salad and, uh, I think probably there are more coffee fans than salad fans in the world Mm -hmm. i think again this is really going to depend on the judges it's it's really it's just it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say it's hard to say i think that probably salad has a slight edge in that some people have issues with the beverage versus food distinction sure and it is possible i could see someone saying eh i don't know are we calling coffee a food this is a food bracket right um but i don't want to put that idea in people's heads you know ahead of time like we'll just we'll just have to see where things go yeah I treated coffee as a food item for many years. So. <laughs> Look, I think I think lots of people do. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that is it for this week's episode of No Bad Food. Thank you so much for listening. Do you want to be part of the conversation? Do you want to vote on future tiebreakers if they happen? <laughs> Obviously, there's not one this week, but, you know, if they happen, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at NoBadFoodPod, and you can find us individually at TefferBear and at TomZalatni. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can go to Patreon.com slash NoBadFoodPod to donate. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendall, and Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Chantal, David, and Erica. Patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. If that's exciting to you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. Mm-hmm. We also have merch. You can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our friends over at Tee Public. And of course, you can always support us for free, for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a friend who also fears the mushroom. Yeah. Help us spread the the warning about the dangers of mushroom. Help us spread our mycelium into your friends' ears. Mm. Our theme music is by the incomparable Zach Ingalls. Speaking of in your ears. Yeah, it's true. Put them in your ears, folks. And our cover art is by human mushroom David Flam. <laughs> you can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly not least, this show is produced by me, Tonsalatni, and you, Tefra Jemian, mm-hmm. and edited by me, Tonsalatni, as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. See you next week. If the mushrooms don't get us. They will. Just take
My name is Stefan, and please join me every week for my podcast, Some Good Friends, a show where I talk to some good friends of mine. And I think you're going to like them just as much as I do, because they're crazy, and they're wacky, and they're hilarious, and they're definitely real people, and not characters made up just for the sake of comedy. It comes out every Monday, early in the morning. On behalf of the Canadian people, welcome to the Game Great Podcast. Gay and Grey Montreal is a new social group for English-speaking gay elders from the 2S LGBTQIA plus communities. So it's a good way to at least connect with people. Members share their experiences, memories, and opinions on our podcast. Welcome to our community. I hope you feel well. I hope you feel accepted. And I hope that you can share anything that you want. This is some of my story. And I hope you enjoy it. Oh, I have a great story. (laughs) 